Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul and as we are making our way to 300 episodes, I'm so grateful for that. It means I've had the opportunity and what I like to call a privilege to have incredible conversations with some amazing women and men. And these wealthy conversations have been inspiring, insightful, informative, illuminating, healing, it is the feedback that I'm getting, and I'm so grateful. And my guest today is bringing us more of that goodness, more of that yumminess. She is currently <coughs> the owner and curator of The Spotlight, an interactive photo studio where guests can take their own photos, selfie style, and be captured by a professional photographer. The Spotlight, located in the Towson Town Mall, has 25 themed spaces for guests to get creative while creating content for social media or any other special occasion. Prior to opening the spotlight, my guest's focus was on modeling and performing. Between 2017 and 2021, she won several plus size modeling campaigns and worked with a number of big brand names such as Ashley Stewart, Lane Bryant, Donna Karen, the NFL, and many more. Those opportunities landed her a job with America's favorite TV shopping network, QVC and HSN. In addition to slaying, yes, slaying, not slaying, slaying TV and the runway, she also slays the radio and stages across the world with the voice of an angel. She has toured with some of your favorite artists, such as Flowetry, Raheem Devon, Carl Thomas, James Fortune, and even has an album called The Healer's Room, available on all digital streaming platforms. She's a wife, she's a mom, she's an entrepreneur, Listen, she is the quintessential woman's woman, I'm trying to tell you. And she's my little sister. I'm so grateful and blessed to have on the Soul Wealth Radio Show today, Katorie. Hello, sister. Hello. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It is definitely an honor and a pleasure. Yeah, thank you for this this abbreviated bio. Two. Isn't it abbreviated? Abbreviated. <laughs> but I will take it. I am grateful because I know you wear multiple hats. So I'm super grateful for this space with you, Katorie. And just to be able to share who you are, your light, your beauty, your brilliance with the world, the gift of you with the world, what were you thinking? What was your experience? How did it feel listening to me 
just introduce you and share a portion of your bio with the world. What was that experience like for you? It was so incredible because for so long, even while doing the work, I didn't feel proud of myself. <laughs> like I'm doing it. I'm actually accomplishing, but it didn't feel like it. I felt like there was more work to do, more that I could be doing. But hearing it back, I'm like, yeah, I did that. Yes, I did that. <laughs> I'm, glad. I'm glad to give you that moment to yeah. share that experience with you because you are doing it. And that's the thing, you know, when we are out here being and doing and especially creating for creators, we're always on to the next yeah. Creating more. Like, that's not it. I got to do something. Right. I got to yeah. create something else. Like, and we miss often the beauty of what we have manifested. Yep. Of what yep. is. Because when I tell you your art, you have a catalog, you already have a legacy of such amazingness to think that you thought it was right. not good enough. Mm -hmm. is what these conversations are about because that's where the healing takes place. And, mm -hmm. you know, I take the time to introduce you the way that I do and read your bio, the fullness of, of what is shared with me because I think it's important to give you this moment to sit in it and listen to it and yeah. really take it in. All that you've done, all that God has done, is doing, will do through you, and to celebrate you. That's the point I want to get to, to amplify who you are, highlight you, shine a light on you, because it costs you to be this person. Correct. <laughs> you know, it costs. So thank you for your yes to your gift, your yes to your calling, your yes to being who you are in the earth. It's a beautiful thing, and you are beautiful inside and out. And Thank you. just just blessed. I really am blessed and honored to be able to witness, like have a front row seat. Even I'm like that front row uh, attendee in your life who doesn't say much. I just sit there and smile. You know those yeah. people? Yeah. You know they, <laughs> they just sit there and smile and they give you the eye like you are doing. Keep going. Right, right. Yeah. And it's amazing because when I first met you, I was so intimidated by you. And I say that because I couldn't look you in your eyes. I felt like you saw through me, like you could see that I wasn't working hard enough, that you could see that I wasn't doing as much as I should have been doing. I don't know why I felt that way, but I did. And it's so amazing that I've had the opportunity over the years to grow into being able to look at you eye to eye and be like, yes, this <laughs> guess what? Guess what? Now I'm doing this and now we're doing that, you know? So that, that version of me that first met you, I was such a child, a baby. I was a grown woman, but I was a baby. I knew nothing about who I was, who I am, who I'm growing into being. But I always felt I had to put up this facade so that people saw me as this great and powerful, confident person. But I always felt like you would be like, mm-hmm, that's cute, but um, where's the real you? You know what? I'm so glad you said that. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you for sharing that because that was, I did see you. 
I saw you not with eyes of judgment. I saw you as who you are now, right? Like mm-hmm. I would see you and see your higher self. Yeah. What I what I was offering to you was the light to guide you to grow up into who you are now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Right? So it was a loving <laughs> book. It was a loving book. It was it didn't I feel judgmental. Yeah. It didn't feel judgmental. If it, it just felt like being seen in a world where I was used to people only seeing what I allowed them to see. Yeah. And I felt like you were the first person to pull back the curtain and see the regular person behind the great and powerful odds. I get it. I get it. And when you're coming into an awareness, like when you're starting to come into an awareness of your power and of your light, it is very scary. Like, let me just Mm -hmm. say that it is very scary. We look at, we generally speaking, the collective, we look at people who are high achieving, high functioning, high visibility. And we, we think frequently, wow, they have it going on. Right. Mm -hmm. And they do, but the process to become that person never stops. Yeah. It's a constant evolution, expansion, tweaking. It's like you become this master tweaker. Yeah. (laughs) Your life, of your heart, of your spirit, of your soul. And that is what these conversations are about. So I'm so glad that you brought that up when I had the privilege to interview your husband, yeah. Um, not too long ago, Brian True. Shout out to the shout out to family. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to my my little brother, um, which in turn has brought you into my life as yes. uh, a sister. You know, I said to him, and I don't know if you remember this. I he he dropped down on one knee right in front of me. Do you really? When he proposed or another yes, time? girl, when he proposed. You were there? I was there. It was your show. And he, he, yes. the same way. he was like, I don't even remember that, sis. I was like, but dude, you did it literally right in front of me. Like, That's you so had amazing. a show that night. Yeah. You, you were rocking. Okay. You were rocking out. Thank you. And, <laughs> and when he said... You were coming, walking back towards, you came off the stage and were walking back into the venue. Yeah. got to where he was and he dropped down on one knee. And I said, is this happening right now? Is this happening? (laughs) You were so shocked. And he was like, I just like, he was just professing his love for you. Yes. In a way I have never heard a man do before. And I've not heard a man do since in a proposal moment. Yeah. He was just like, that I was just it. love you so much. <laughs> oh my God, you're amazing. And I just, I was sitting there in awe. In awe. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Because I never saw myself that way. I never thought that someone could see me, flaws and all, and love me that much. And he loves me like, I mean, I can't even, I don't even know how to express the way that he loves me. I've never been loved like that, not by my own dad. I mean, the only comparable love could be the love of God because it's all encompassing, all covering. It's wherever I am, he is, whatever I need, he does. And it's consistent. Yeah. Consistent. (laughs) Yeah, I will say that. And so... That also, I bring that up because that also frames 
my adoration of you both as a unit, right? Like I've been there literally from yeah. day one. <laughs> literally. From day one. <laughs> from day one. So to see the ascension of the both of you individually and as a unit, as a partnership, as a married couple, it's a beautiful thing. Thank and you're you. both creative. And you're both creative. So listen, yeah. let me just go ahead to where I was headed with that. Mm-hmm. That you all were what people now know as Jay-Z and Beyonce before they were. I agree with that statement. No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm not even trying to pump up your head or anything. Yeah, I agree with that. Like yep. you all were walking in that kind of connection and magic as a couple before they were even together. Yeah. So I just want to give you that. I Thank know you. you know that. And Thank I didn't even you. say that to your husband, but seriously. Yeah. seriously. I've been saying that to him for so I've always said that I felt like we were Jay-Z and Beyonce before Jay-Z and Beyonce. The like we're the Jay-Z and Beyonce of, of Baltimore. You know? No, no, no. You all are you all are that it couple, that power couple, that that couple, that creator couple. Yeah. Pre-social media. Come on. Pre-TikTok. Yes. Pre-Twitter, pre-IG, pre-Facebook, like even before all of that was a thing. Word of mouth. We're doing this. And so I want to celebrate that. I want to frame that as you all being the trailblazers that you are and have been. And I know what that life is like living 10 years ahead of everybody else. Yeah. You're like a fish out of water. But when everybody catches up to it, you're like, I'm so glad y'all are here. I am on to the next thing in my head. Uh I get that life. (laughs) Yes. Let me ask you some questions. Listen, who inspires you? Who inspires you? Where do you get your inspiration? Um, okay, Dr. Dee Dee Freeman inspires mm-hmm. me to live my authentic life uh-huh. um, very, very specifically because she doesn't judge who you are. She knows where you're going. So she sees that the same way you do. Um, you've always been an inspiration to me. I have every book you've ever written. I've read every word that's been written down. Um, my you. mother inspires me because she is a mirror to me. Uh-huh. Um, she's a mirror in that she has not figured her way just yet. So mm-hmm. I get to see her and help her grow. And as I'm doing that for her, it's also healing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband is my biggest inspiration because he is a no time off type of guy. Mm-hmm. He does not take vacations seriously. He does not take holidays seriously. He's like, there's always an opportunity to create something. And if you know anything about him, that's his brain. Create something. And so hashtag create something. something. I mean, I've watched him morph into so many different versions of himself, just getting better and better over time, just naturally evolving with the curve of life. And that keeps me growing as well, because I can't be stagnant next to that man. Because clearly I will be left in the dust and I would like to make it to the end with him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My children definitely inspire me because when I was pregnant for the very first time, I remember praying to God and saying, God, please like show me how to soar so that I can teach my children how to fly. You know, like that was my prayer. Like 
I need to I need to get off the ground because I don't want them thinking that walking is the 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 limit for them. I need them to know that they can literally soar out of this nation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, those are my inspirations and, and just everyday people and life itself inspires me. I find inspiration in nature, um, you know, because God is always doing something new. Like the first thing he did was create. So as long as I'm creating, I feel like I'm in the right lane, you know, yeah. I feel yeah. really good about that. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. it. Love it. Who are you at your core? Like if you take away all of your accomplishments, all that people know you to be vocalist, artist, creator, entrepreneur, mom, wife, who is Katoria at her core? What are your core values? My core values are going to start with kindness Mm -hmm. and I'm a servant. Like I love to help other people. So everything that I've ever done, every accomplishment stemmed from me wanting to help someone else or to show someone else that they can do something. You know, even with being a plus size woman, they say, oh, you can't be on magazines. You can't be on TV. You can't, you can't, you can't be seen. You can't be in the light. And I'm like, oh no, there's so many of us. We all need to know that we can, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, And at my core, I'm just nice. Mm -hmm. And I'm so nice that people often think I'm being like fake nice. And I'm like, I'm just nice. I literally extend the kindness to people that I wish I would have received as a child. I just mm-hmm. remember so many instances where people were just like unnaturally mean to me. And I felt like I'm God's favorite. How can you treat me like this? And I became <laughs> jaded and I lost that, that uh, sense of being special, of being outstanding, of, of being you know unique and special to God. I lost that because of the treatment. I was like, well, if everyone's treating me this way, it must be true. I must be a horrible person, you know. So for me, it's like kindness. Yeah, like I give everyone time. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people who like you can talk my head off about what you're going through, and I'm going to listen intently mm-hmm. and then try to help you, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that my husband always tells me like you have to know when to cut it off though, because you're being like drained, like they're drained. So I'm learning how to kind of put a cap on it or kind of like sum it up a bit. But I care a lot, and I'm I'm kind. I would say kind. I love that. I get that. Mm-hmm. Understanding that we learn many lessons over the course of our lifetime. Share a lesson from any period in your life that after you learned that lesson, it caused you to pivot. Oh, that's a great question. So for my entire life, I grew up thinking that there was not enough. There was not enough to go around. There was not enough money, not enough food, not enough clothing, not enough opportunities. Um, you know, so it's almost like a scrounging and a hoarding of opportunities or food or money. So I lived my life up until maybe the past, ah, uh, like three or four years. I've just been holding on to everything in case there ever comes a moment when I don't have or when there is lack. Mm-hmm. And I have projected lack in my life for so long, like it just manifested. Like there's always, if I get a hundred dollars, there's going to be a need that's going to need that hundred dollars. So the lesson that I learned is that life is abundant. Uh It is opulent and it is luxurious. Like my world, the world I live in is luxurious. It's opulent and it is abundant. And I live in that space now. And I've watched that 
in turn manifest in every single facet of my life. And (laughs) simply because I removed that belief. Like I no longer believe that there's going to come a day when I don't have. I'm always provided for. Always. And that makes me so happy. And I think that that's why I'm always super smiley, always super happy, because I know that nothing's ever going to happen to me that I can't overcome or bounce back from. How did you shift that belief? Talk about that. Can you break that down for us? You know what? I created a vision board in 2020, 2020. And I put all types of ridiculously opulent and luxurious material things on it. Uh And so typically, I'm not a materialistic person, but in my mindset, these things were unobtainable. Okay. They were unobtainable. It was like, this is just so far out of my reach. I could never get to these things. And I created that vision board and... We ended up moving that year. So I only saw it for maybe half of the year and I ran across it in the end of 2021. And there were so many things on that vision board that I now had in my possession, which means that the, the distance between I can never even reach it and I have it. It's in the back of my closet somewhere. It's in a box. Oh, I gave it to my kid. That, that distance closed itself up that quickly because I no longer believed that I could not reach it. I was like, I can. And once I took the N apostrophe T off of it, my entire life shifted. I just said it to myself until I believed it. It never felt real in the beginning when I was saying it. It felt like I'm just lying to myself. Mm -hmm. But eventually over time, I started to take better care of myself, take better care of my hair, of my nails, of my shoes, of my everything. My Mm -hmm. friends, my family, I started to take better care and show appreciation for every single thing, show gratitude for. And I expressed gratitude for things in advance of receiving them. Like that was was really key. I would just be like, God, I thank you that I'm now making $5,000 a month. I'm so grateful that I now have enough to share with my friends. I'm so grateful that now I can take all of my friends to the movies. You know, little things that before it was like, can, can I want to go, but can y'all pay my way? Yeah. That was, you know, I went from that to, I want to do this. Let's all do this. Don't worry about it. I got it. I'll pay for everybody. That was it. Yeah. So was the closure when you sat down to do, and I'm, I'm asking for someone listening, right? Like how you shift that belief. So you did the vision board, you put all of these ridiculously opulent mm-hmm. visuals on the board to say, this is the life I see myself having. Yeah. And then it, you allowed yourself, your emotion to match what you were looking at. Correct. And then you kind of put it away and then you just it's just like living. I, like what was the, like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I understand it, but I want to break it down as as basically as possibly. Yeah. Can so, because someone is listening and this is powerful to me because I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. So I believe I, I started to believe the word of God in that it says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So I changed my thought process. Simple things like I have to go to work today changed to I get to go to work today. Uh And the gratitude that came with being able and capable to do something because there are people who 
can't go to work because they have a physical disability or Mm -hmm. they don't have a car or whatever the case may be, they can't. And so the word have felt like an obligation, like a chore, like a weight. And so just in saying I get to, it turned everything on its head and it became appreciation and gratitude. So my, my life was full of fear and I just looked at my fears in, in the mirror and let's, let's identify this as a fear. And then we're just going to put the opposite of this fear in its place. And that meant literally writing down in a journal, the opposite of those, those feelings, whatever the feeling was, I would write it down naturally. Then I would cross it out and I would write down the opposite of that feeling. And I would repeat it to myself. I until love it that. Became, yeah. It would just, it became, it became a truth which was once a, a falsehood to me, it became a mm-hmm. truth mm-hmm. to the point where like, I, it's just certain things I don't say anymore. I don't say things that would support or manifest anything that negative. Lack. Yeah, that yeah, lack. I, don't, I, don't I get it. it. I get I it. And I love that it. you said I moved from obligation to appreciation. And that's, that's yeah. what I wanted to drill down to for someone listening. So where any any area in your life that feels like obligation, you mm-hmm. get to, with the power of your words, yeah. yeah, that feeling of obligation to appreciation. You don't have to do anything. You yeah. get to. It's a blessing. It's a privilege. It's an opportunity. If you have strength, if you have your right mind, you, you get to do those things. So thank you for that exercise that we just modeled <laughs> for those who are listening, because that's powerful. As we're winding down here, there are two questions I want to get to really quickly. And then mm-hmm. I want you to share how people can connect with you, either via your website or your social media or both. It's a similar but different question. Share a moment that changed your life forever. Like after it happened, you knew your life would never be the same from any period in your life. Yes. This is the perfect timing for all of these questions because I actually have answers for them <laughs> you said that I don't have to like reach for or make up. It's like, no, I have an exact example. So in 2021, I decided that I was going to leave my job, even though I felt like I needed that job for the stability, but I felt like I needed to go and I asked God, what was, what's next for me? And he dropped into my spirit, the concept of the spotlight, which is the store that I now have in Towson town center. And I literally in 30 days opened up a business that I had never, I never had any business uh, schooling. I never had any business management skills, classes, nothing. I went to the mall. I asked them, could I do it? They didn't ask me any questions. They just, everything was a yes, because it's what God gave me as a vision. He gave me provision for it. And I knew that I could trust him in that moment. And so now anytime he gives me something, I know that I can just move forward on it without having to second guess or get someone else's opinion. And that changed my life forever because now when he gives me something, I'm just going to move. Ooh, agree with God quickly so you can have peace and good come to you. Job 22. I love that so much. You are a bundle of joy, a bundle of gratitude, just delightful. And I'm so grateful to have had you here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show on 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov. How can our listeners connect with you? 
Yes, listeners can connect with me via my website, which is thespotlightlive.com. I'm also on social media, on all social media platforms at Katorie, K-A-T-O-R-I-A-E. K-A-T-O-R-I-A-E. Love it. And everybody, you all can visit my website, vickyjohnson.com. I'm on most social media platforms at all things Vicky and Vicky is V-I-K-K-I. Listen, soul wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So go out into the world, live with passion, live with purpose, live with intention, shift your mindset from obligation to appreciation as Couturier so eloquently shared with us. Go out into the world, everybody. Live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on Soul Wealth at DCRadio.gov.